everybody out there listening, a very warm White Cat welcome as you're tuned in to the White Cat Outdoors podcast. Hello, everybody. Uh, episode 18. What's going on? White's here in the house. Tommy's in the house as well. Hey, everybody. And Nick's in the house, too. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's going on, everybody? Lots of stuff's going on. Uh, it's still still on lockdown. It's still Corona time. Um, we're not drinking Coronas today, though, but... Because uh, this is Pennsylvania, and we drink gangbangers in this house. Always. So, I guess... Uh, that's, that's basically what we're going to talk about today. Not just drinking ying bangers, but it's Corona. We're, everyone's in quarantine, so we're just going to talk about what's keeping us busy. You know what I'm saying? No, I mean? I, I do know what you guys mean. Um, I guess I'll start with, for myself, uh, four weeks into the quarantine, got called back to work. So, that's exciting. Uh, yeah, been pretty nice. I've been hoping for that call for quite a while. I've, yeah, you never thought you'd say it. Yeah, um, can't wait to go back to work. That's for damn sure. Give you a little taste of what re- retirement might be like. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Except in retirement, I can go do what I want. Yeah. I don't have to wear a mask oh, while I'm doing true. it. true. <laughs> I'd be going on hunts. Actually, speaking of hunts, I just got a notification today on the old social media that uh, this time last year, we were setting up camp in Maryland. Yeah, I tagged you guys in that. I think I tagged you, and Tom tagged us, and I'm pretty sure Keith did too. So uh, yeah, that, that was, was if you guys time. remember Keith from last uh, episode he spent what, five days down in maryland yeah, i think it was five days chasing birds all over the green ridge state forest and man was that a fun time and who would have thought one year later we'd be on lockdown yeah. I, I wouldn't have thought it i wouldn't yep. have thought it either but here we sit here we are uh like i said we're just gonna you know go over what's been keeping us busy uh we'll just go around the table here i'm kind of feeling counterclockwise today Tommy, yeah, I could get down on counterclockwise. Yeah. Tom, why don't you uh, fill us in? What have you been up to lately that's been keeping you busy? So we're going to backtrack back to spring breaks when I got the news. That oh, you're going best to start at the end and then go back to the beginning. Exactly. With Refer to fill in bits and pieces in the middle. Tie it together at Perfect. the end. Now, we're going back to spring break first week of March. Actually, second week of March, like March 8th or whatever. I got an email from the president of the university saying that classes were going to be online for an extra week. And just, then we were yeah, just go. one week. Yeah, then we were going back to normal. So well, like, they also extended your spring break, correct? Right. Spring break was extended one week. Then after that, classes would be online for a week. That's got to be every college guy's dream. For, right. I mean, how many, I mean, I've been on spring break, you know, sitting beachside or poolside and thinking, I just wish this would last forever. I've and, been there. <laughs> And you got the email from the president that says, you know what? Wish granted one extra week of spring break. It was truly great. But <laughs> it was truly great. <laughs> you sound so excited about it, though. Well, initially Little did was, he know. <laughs> yeah, little did I know. So during that extended spring break, I get another email saying, you know what? We're just not going to go back to class. We're just going to go online for the rest of the semester. So that's where I've been, just doing online courses this coming week starting monday is finals week so we got that to look forward to and actually last week i got called back to work i've been working with my brother doing some housekeeping over at the metal shop and what i've been doing to stay busy is i've been doing some trout fishing so we can get into a little bit of trout fishing techniques later i've been 
planting trees. That's the big one, guys. Yeah, we definitely did plant some trees. 235 trees in the ground so yep. far this year. Mother Earth thanks us for that. But yeah, it was a good little trip all the way down to Indiana, PA. Sorry, yes, we left the area. Uh, had to. It was uh, for the li- to save the lives of 235 trees. Um, yeah, sometimes you got to weigh the risks. And that's exactly it. Uh, it was a no-contact pickup, so no harm, no foul. Yep. Cheap gas down there, buck forty-nine. That was pretty wild. That is insane. A dollar forty-nine. I don't even know what it's like. What's it like two hundred five? Two hundred nine. But that's uh, insane. I haven't seen it under two dollars since like I don't the even last know time when. it was under two dollars. Exactly since the last time. Lowest I remember. I remember it at a buck seventy-nine. I was like, yeah, about four or five years ago. Yeah, it was a long time ago. I feel like it was longer ago than that. that. I'm not exactly sure. Well, go ahead, and fact check it. I remember it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know shit. Not long after I got my license, but anyway, Tom, why don't you? Uh, That's longer kind of ago than four or five years, though. How old are you? Twenty-two. Oh yeah, five years ago puts me at. He's 17. doing math. <laughs> it's getting scary. Ish. I don't know. So, don't Tom, know. what kind of trees did you plant? So we planted. Nick, go ahead. Correct me if I'm wrong here. One hundred Norwegian spruce. Correct. Yes. We planted twenty or no ten white oaks yes that is correct and a hundred and ten english oaks? whatever equals 235 extra of english oak yeah, <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of them <laughs> yeah so that was all in the course well two hundred. yeah we did most of it yeah, in one days. day yeah so that was fun we planted some at our house we planted some at the white cat outdoors headquarters oh there were yeah there was an extra 25 that came the week before that yeah. we planted that's where that's the mix-up yep yep so planted the white cat outdoors headquarters and my dad's new farm we planted a bunch of trees there so planting trees trout fishing why did you pick the trees that you did tom's (laughs) signaling that he doesn't know um and i know he does know Tom, why don't you talk to your mic? Tom, this isn't mic. getting cut out. Tom, this this is straight yeah. up freestyle today. This Quit acting stupid. We're going to go in-depth later on. Tom, could you please put your headphones back on? Right Not now. like super in-depth. You just say... Well, I'm going to sound like a stupid guy. <laughs> I, the same crap. This is going to be months away. People are going to forget that we even talked about it. Just bring it back in. Bring it back in. I thought we were talking about... Bring it, bring it back. <laughs> bring it back in. All right, he's back, everybody. Join us. Get us back in this circle here. Tom, so, just real what? quick, I don't want you to explain. I just, why? If you were to plant... <laughs> just tell us who you are. <laughs> if someone were to plant an English oak on a place that they like to deer hunt, why would they do it? So you want me to say why without explaining? Just yeah, say exactly. acorns. Acorns. <laughs> acorns. Yeah, acorns, folks. Acorns. Perfect. That's all we wanted to know. In Norwegian your... spruce, coverage. Absolutely. I'm all there, about spruce trees. There you have it. Later on in the podcast, we're going more in depth. But right Later now, on, like That's what today? the whole confusion... Yeah. Oh, we're... Today we're going into it more? Oh, my God. <laughs> Tom, you have to speak into the mic. <sighs> oh, God. So, Frank, what did you do? <laughs> oh, man. Well, I've been off work for about a month now, and I have done... Next to nothing. I worked on my tractor a little bit, worked on my 76 Chevrolet, got that thing ripping. Um, Harley Davidson edition. It's not a Harley Davidson <laughs> it is edition. It's not. You're an idiot. <laughs> it's the best color scheme on the it's market. It's got the sticker. 
It doesn't. It doesn't. You're stupid. Um, but like yesterday was the first time I have done like anything at all since this all started. I am working on making a table out of a big old tree trunk, and it is definitely proving to be time consuming. It took me like five hours to get it like halfway cut into a tabletop, and then I still have to plane it and juice everything else up. So that's going to be quite a project, and it, hopefully it takes us all the way back until I go back to work. Um, Any word on that? No, no, not at all. No, no word. Still have not heard anything. I've been waiting, waiting for the call, because I'm going out of my mind doing Tell you what, nothing. I was real happy to get that phone call. We're actually on our way back from Indiana, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think you were. Yeah. Boss man calls and says, uh, you free to come back to work Monday? And I says, well, let me check my schedule. I've been pretty busy. but <laughs> it's swamped at home. See if I can't fit work back into the old schedule that I've grown used yeah. to. Mm-hmm. Uh, either way, figured it out. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's another thing that I did. I was helping you guys plant trees, but that was only a couple of days. Yeah, a few weekends. Something to do. So. so what's the tabletop? Like, is that a – what type of tree is it? Like, do you have any it's ideas? It's a tulip what, tree. Tulip uh, tree? Yeah, and – Basically, all I plan on doing is planing it and putting some epoxy on it. And you keeping like a live edge on it? I'm going to try to. We'll see how it goes. If the bark starts just falling apart, then I really, I'll abandon I don't have that any idea. I experience with live edge. Yeah. I used to build tables down where I went to college. I worked for a place. College. All right. <laughs> <laughs> worked for a place that I built like custom tables and cabinets mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, so we'll see how that goes. Hopefully, I don't think it's big enough to be like a podcast table because I was that was my original plan with it uh, was to so like thoughtful. I know I was, I was trying to do something for us just so we could like drill some holes in it and run our cords right through so we didn't have a shitted up mess of cords on top of the on top of the bar well, here. It's tasteful. It is tasteful. I'm sure <laughs> Not everyone. Really, but <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah actually, so yeah. that's. That's pretty much the only project I have going on right now until I go back to work. So hopefully it lasts a long time. What have you been up to, Nick? Well, me, like you said. Tell us. Uh, Tell us everything. Right at the beginning of quarantine, uh, I was still in my uh, winter archery league shooting bows. Yeah, um, I'm really upset. That's like the biggest yeah. bummer about this whole COVID thing was yeah. the archery league getting canceled. Yeah. Me and Frank were shooting bows all the time, and uh, archery league got canceled. I was... I was really doing good, too, turning on the heat. He was not. Yeah, okay. He was getting smoked every Gray week. bows were winning, and you know it. They were anyway, gay. Anyways, so <laughs> there was that going on. Uh, I still haven't really put my bow down. I still shoot at least once a week. Yeah, same Because um, I'm planning on hunting with my bow uh, for, for turkey season. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was the beginning. I actually got my call that I was uh, getting laid off in the car on the way back from shooting the mm-hmm. one day. So that was the start of that. Um, and then like you said, planting trees. Oh, and, uh, one cool thing that, I mean, I haven't been spending a ton of time, but, um, we got that new camera arm in from Lone Wolf, yeah, from Lone Wolf. and been playing around with that. And I got a new camera head for the top of that, uh, that I really like. And tell you what, that thing is sweet. I can't wait yeah, to give I don't that thing a it. shot, like actually in the woods. Mm-hmm. I was playing around with it and I mean, literally you can... 360 degrees around the tree pretty much mm-hmm. i mean obviously depending on the size of the tree yeah obviously um but i mean it's wicked quiet there's no squeaks the motion is very fluid mm-hmm. um, yeah really, we'll definitely really have to get out in the turkey woods with that a little bit and do some filming yeah i'd actually i think we're going to be recording a review on that pretty soon that'll be up on our youtube page um 
but it's like I said, it's really, really cool. I'm excited about it. Luke's excited because he's going to be the one controlling it a lot. Yeah. Um, but I was impressed with how solid it was mounted to the tree mm-hmm. and that leveling. They have like a level built right into it, so you can assure that it's level. Mm-hmm. And then actually, the camera head that I got is also has a little level indicator, so I mean, you can make sure that your video is not going to be crooked yeah, the whole time, which is really convenient. Yeah, for sure. Because I know our editing skills aren't the best yet. So <laughs> what you get on on the old record, that's about as good as it gets. So yeah. you want to make sure it's as good as you can for that first take. Yeah, um, definitely. But uh, yeah, I mean, actually we did. We put up some tree stands. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, checked, tr- I checked trail cams today, actually, and I had some nice long beards, whole flock of long beards. A bunch of limb chickens. Oh, yeah. They, I, it's, it's getting me excited. Hope That's one thing I do hope I don't have to go back to work, like, as soon as turkey season starts. Because, uh, you know how that's how it's going to end up. Yeah, I'm sure it will. They'll be like, you know what? First day of turkey, why don't you come back to work? Yeah, yeah. we could really use you this Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's what will happen. Because usually this time of year, you know, I don't have any time to get out in the turkey woods. And graduation season exactly so this this year i'm actually gonna have some time if we stay off of work so i'm really kind of pulling for that and then right after turkey season they're like hey why don't you come back to work and then i'll be all about it again so hopefully turkey woods is full of me this year so yeah i really only need about a day in the woods in pa and a day in new york and oh, I should really? be done. is that all you need yeah hmm. we'll see my, how that goes that's my prediction Speaking of turkey woods, I forgot to mention that was another thing I've been doing a lot of this whole quarantine thing is scouting for birds up at the cabin, up at the new farm. And Tom, I, the only time I was up there and you were supposed to go scout birds in the morning, you you didn't make it up in the morning. Yeah, well, you didn't go through the... There other... was a lot of rain, fog, birds weren't gobbling. I, I checked. Yeah. I went up like three other times and birds were gobbling. I pretty much have them figured out. Until you I have a gun have, in your hand. I've heard this story many times before. Yeah, well, going back up tomorrow. I'm going to scout them again Saturday morning. But during this whole quarantine thing, the cabin's really kind of been like a second home. Yeah, I mean, we every, been, we've all been spending a lot of time up there. And why wouldn't you? I mean, it's a right. little little slice of heaven. You know what? I feel like we could dive into the cabin and... uh even talk about, you know, because we, we refer to the headquarters all the time. Um, so maybe we could even talk a little bit about, like, how the cabin got put there, you know, how we built it and what the cabin is to us. Because it's... Why don't you take it away, sweet. Nick? You're you're, you really, you're on a roll right oh, now. Oh, man. Rolling. Rolling, rolling, rolling. That's enough. Yeah. All right. No singing on the ca- on the podcast. No karaoke tonight. But <laughs> so. Just because there's a mic doesn't mean you should be singing into it. Uh, well... That's debatable. Well, okay, if we don't want any karaoke, we'll just uh, move right along then. So, like I said, the uh, cabin was built by yours truly, Tom. You gave me about a quarter second. (laughs) So, yours truly, Tom, Frank, Frank's dad, and mine and Tom's dad. Uh, Yours truly. Yep. (laughs) Sincerely, me. Your friend. Yep. Everything. All of it. So, uh, we actually, all of the wood except for just a few miscellaneous boards is all reclaimed. Um, my grandpa had a, uh, like a, I don't know, like a lean-to or a pavilion. It was a horse shelter. It was for beef cows. They had horses too. Yeah. 
it was built for the beef cows. Horses used it. Either way, it was a structure. Get the uh, the livestock out of the uh, weather. Horses aren't livestock, though. Well, I was referring to the beef cattle. Oh, I thought you were trying to use an umbrella term to cover the I horses. mean, I was. But... <laughs> yeah, I, I, see, I, I got you. There's literally pictures in their house of horses standing underneath it. Mm, that's debatable. It's not. <laughs> it, we could debate it. I've seen the forks. <laughs> seen the forks. But anyway, so we spent most of a summer strategically tearing that down, us three and our good friend Trevor. It's a lot um, harder to tear something down when you're trying to keep it all intact. Yeah, especially when everybody that's helping you isn't on the same page. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Trevor was uh, a lot of fun, but uh, a little bit destructive sometimes. <laughs> all about breaking <laughs> shit. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, we spent most of a summer tearing it all down. And I tell you what, whoever put that thing together did not skimp out on nails and staples. No. Um, they put plenty in all of the plywood, and we had pulled all out by hand. It was pretty cool. Not really, though. Uh, so once we got everything situated, kind of looked at what we had and said, yeah, I think we could build a cabin at this size. And by golly, man, we almost nailed we it. We did nail it. We had nothing left over. It was spot on. Yeah. And so we built ourselves a nice little off-the-grid 12 by 16 cabin. Uh, we got tile floor in the beginning in the foyer. And then uh, and that also in the fireplace, the tile goes into from the foyer into the fireplace. And then as you get out of the fireplace and you step yourself into the kitchen, it becomes nice hard wood floors white oak that frank planed himself i sure did um and then you know after you get through the kitchen it's kind of like an open floor plan uh <laughs> what do you mean kind of it's one room it's an open floor plan and once you get through the kitchen you get into the bedroom the master bedroom um master bedroom slash dining room slash living room yeah all of it it's uh pretty great and also the bedroom also has hardwood floors and really nice so me and my, my dog Hank stay in the floor, and uh, he was not the best helper, but we got it done. The shingles, there's architectural and... And three-tab in about yeah. 16 different colors. Yeah, it looks really nice from the road. Um, we had a homemade chimney top put in by Frank that looked really nice. It, but looked, it looked real dope, I'm not going to lie. It I had, was all about the, it. What's uh, like the gothic era? A lot of arcs? Oh, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking I think about. that's gothic. Yeah, but the, uh, like those weren't like fully like arches. They had like kind of points to them. Oh, what was the? One it was like the... round with a point. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's gothic. Yeah, but it's not what I had was completely round. Oh, oh yeah, I don't know what what art era that would be. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, that's new ahead. age. <laughs> pretty sure <laughs> it's strictly the cabin art art form. Speaking of artwork. Tom, you did actually get some artwork up on the cabin recently, haven't you? Yeah, it's a very nice print. There's a gobbler in full strut goblin. <laughs> and uh, did you print it? No, it was actually given to me by my girlfriend's dad. So mm -hmm. shout out to Ken. Thanks for the print. That was thoughtful really, of him. Really great guy. It brings the room. It actually does. It really together. Does All of the rooms kind of come together. together. All of the rooms. I have it hanging well, right above you, my bed. Well, if you uh, if you sit just right in the cabin, you can see it. From the fireplace, the bedroom, and the kitchen all at the same time, which is pretty cool. And that's what I like about it. Just that placement that Tom came up with was nice. It is lovely. But can we talk about 
what we've been doing up there during quarantine. Yeah. Why don't you lead us in? trees, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, do it. Lay it on us. Nick kind of just threw that on me earlier. I thought we were saving that for later on in the podcast. This isn't an hour later candy. We just, sometimes it just, right now. Yeah, well, I was was not on the same page earlier, but now. Tom's turned to chapter two. He's ready to go. Yeah, I'm ready to talk about what we had going on up there during this quarantine. All right, Tom, could you you just tell us? Take the mic. So, there's one big field. It's... What, Nick, 12 acres-ish? Ish. Uh, it's a little bit more than 12 because... All right, it's, it's 12.23. Yeah, it's, it's... Okay, for... It's just easier. Yeah, 12. 12 is okay. Thanks. I mean, it's not right, but it's... I mean, it's not far off. But all along... Just say ish. 12-ish. Yeah, 12-ish you, acres. Thank you. With frontage right along the road. And you can just see clear to the back, no problem. And... We didn't like it. We said, we need these deer to feel a little bit secure back there. And, you know, we don't want people spotting them and saying, oh, that guy's got a good buck on his property. I want to sneak in there sometime because we're not Which up Which is pretty obvious time. that that happens. We do have, yeah, there's... Monster bucks. We're getting there. But, no, we do have problem with trespassers every once in a while. So, you got to... Every year. Yeah. <laughs> but, so... If they don't know we got good bucks, then maybe they won't sneak on there. Anyway, so we line, what do we put, Nick? Uh, 80? Uh, yeah, about 80. Norwegian spruce? Along the road. Ish, yeah. Yep, 80. Ish. Along the road, we put... No, it was like... Ish. It was, it was like you... 70 because there was 30 in the back of the field. I, I remember I counted the back of the field. That's why you throw that ish in there? Yeah. And then it... Because remember, Nick's calculation was 80, and he was way off. By 10. 10 trees is a lot. Depending. When you're spacing them out evenly. Mm. I'd rather have too many. Yeah, I agree. You should always have too many, but. Anyways. You were, you were off. 70 trees, 80 trees. Anyway, we tomato, started tomato, at the, just potato, off the potato. edge of the road, and we planted one Norwegian spruce. Think of that whole tomato, tomato, potato, potato thing. Nobody ever compares pajama and pajama. Because I, I'm a, I hate when people say pajama. I'm a pajama you can, guy. You can walk right out of this studio if you think pajama is a word. It's not. Tom, what do you think? No. It's pajama. I, I'm right? more of just a PJs. PJ, thank PJs? you. PJs? Okay. I could get down on PJs, but definitely not pajama. PB and J's and your PJs. It sounds wild. Yep. It is. Anyway, planted a spruce. 10 steps, planted another one, 10 steps, planted another one, all the way down the edge of the road. And then we took five steps back and did the same thing, but just intervaled it. Just staggered two rows. Yep, staggered two rows. It's like a shotgun start for golf. Yep, if you will. So now, well not now, in about 10 years, those trees are going to grow up, grow together. I thought you were looking, it's like two to three foot a year. Yeah, tall they gotta yeah they're not gonna grow six feet wide in two years Mm, probably not but but uh so we had that so i'm gonna step in here for tom he's gotta make an important big important phone call yeah freaking hollywood over there who is it it's my grandpa oh Um, okay he's actually the one uh 
we go to him for a lot of our it's actually perfect timing weird that this happened yeah because we talked about how we got the wood from him and uh he's also the one that kind of pointed us in the right direction for uh what trees to get yeah and our spacing and all that because he's done the same thing at his farm um yeah that farm we talked about it last week at morrison where you guys mm-hmm. and where you met keith and he planted a ton of trees up there that we all you know hunt in and around now and you know he planted them 30 years ago yeah which is insane to like walk through you know 50 foot trees mm-hmm. and know that like every single one of them he started as saplings which yeah exactly it's really wild. cool yeah yeah like i mean they, he turned like open fields into like prime bedding that's mm-hmm. got you know little oak patches everywhere and you know pine trees everywhere like i mean it's remarkable what he did and i think yeah, we're really just trying is. to mimic a small piece of that because it's we've i mean we've got 100 acres which is an awesome piece of property for whitetail and stuff but he was doing it on you know almost a thousand acres yeah. which is insane for him to like in the patience that that takes like yeah to definitely. think you know when he was probably he was probably what if it was like almost 40 years ago so he'd been in his 30s yeah ish 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 <laughs> ish it's always right <laughs> so you throw uh ish on their 30s and he was like you know what i'm gonna plant these trees and you know it's, it's gonna take a long time to appreciate it because um, like i said he was always i had asked him a while back you know like what time when's the best time to plant a tree mm-hmm. and i was referring to like what time of year yeah um, but his answer was um the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago mm-hmm. the second best time is right now mm-hmm. so that's fact exactly so He's always, I mean, I, we've grown up since I was little, you know, riding on the gator with, you know, 200 pine trees, saplings, mm-hmm. and just planting trees. And now trees that I'm using for cover to get to my stand on yeah, his property. Yeah, some or, trees you can put tree stands Yeah, in. that's another, well, actually, yeah, um, there's a ladder stand in those pines mm-hmm. on Morrison that, you know, that was a tree he planted as a sapling, um, which I, I don't know, that's just really cool. If you've got that opportunity, I know everybody doesn't have property to plant trees a lot of guys hunt other people's property or public land and you don't have that opportunity yeah, but, but if you any do, chance you get to plant trees it's a very rewarding thing yeah i mean you're kind of doing it for your kids to some extent yeah but it's uh it's a really good feeling and i'm excited um and actually tom's our, rolling back tom's in back right in, now he's so off the phone he's gonna throw the old headset on and jump right back in where he was tom where were you talking about the uh, line Norwegian spruce staggered. Yeah. So we got that set up. That's going to be kind of our coverage for the deer and the turkeys and all kinds of wildlife, whatever, to feel safe and secluded. What was that one bird that we had up by the cabin that's been hanging out there for a while that's always... Guinea hens. No, no, no. <laughs> that's not the bird I like to see. I'm certain There's... he's not referring to those. No, that little bird that you really like that shows up oh, every woodcocks year, but, yeah woodcocks i think yeah, they, i love those things they're so i think they're making a comeback up there because i've seen two of them now oh yeah um which, i saw a bunch I mean, a few years two's, ago two's not a lot but it's it's more than none it's actually a lot more than none because you know you could multiply zero by a hundred and you still got zero you still have zero so now we got two um but i think what tom's getting out with the cover and stuff i think even those little game birds like that yeah, really it's like good for cover. everything, not just deer. Um, and even we're getting ready to plant some Egyptian wheat, you know, in the coming months that they really like. It also sounds like we're getting ready to plant some more trees. Hmm? This just in, 
call from my granddad. <laughs> oh, jeez. Tom's <laughs> going to fill more. us in. Yeah, we got more trees coming. How Gotta many? Pick. He doesn't remember. Oh, boy. <laughs> that many. So, yeah. on top of the 235, do you know what types of trees? He doesn't remember. How does so he, he not remember? He just knows that he's picking them up tomorrow at the fairgrounds. They, they are trees. And I mean, are they fruit trees, English oaks? Yes. Spruce? He has no idea. No. But he wants us to pick them up before we go to the cabin tomorrow. Okay, mm. sounds like we've got our schedule for the weekend, boys. Yeah, so much for just drinking beer and having a fire up there. Looks like we're planting trees. Well, we'll plant. How the- many? He didn't say. Oh, that's right. We just talked about this. Yeah. Because yeah. I've only got I I bought enough tree covers for the original yeah. batch. We still had a few left over. Twenty six. Twenty six. So hopefully there's not more than twenty six oaks. Yeah. So this just in, like Tom said, breaking news. However you'd like to put it. Uh, We're planting more trees. So, past that, Tom, dive back in before you got this breaking news. Next time, I think you should make it more dramatic. You know, like, touch your ear. Like, ladies and gentlemen, this just in, and then break into it. Tom, you're supposed to... That was your cue to get right back into the treat. So, we got the hedgerow. Not the hedgerow, the Norwegian spruce planted along the road. And off of that, we have a nice hedgerow going all the way back to the back line. And our hedgerow is English oaks. It's a mixture now, but... No, the main line is uh, English oaks. Yeah. Oh, and then it, it, then it uh, turns into a Norwegian spruce line. No, no, he's talking about where we scattered all of the oaks. Oh, it's oh, a mix oh, oh. of whites yes. and English, but the main yes, line which, is... I, yep. Yeah, we have a hedgerow of English oaks. I'm, I smell what you're stepping in now. Yeah, you should just let me do the tree talking here for a second. Go ahead, tree talker. So, Lucas, tree talker. Hedgerow. It's like Skywalker, yeah, I get but it. tree talker. I get it. Hedgerow. My name's Tom. Nick, why don't you go ahead and give us the, <laughs> no, the tree No, I don't want talk. to. It's all you. So, we have a hedgerow put in English oak trees, and that goes all the way down the line to the woods, where obviously the hedgerow stops, and we sectioned off a little corner with some more English oaks. That gave us like a little quarter acre food plot that we'll be able to plant, and then behind that, we have just scattered a bunch of English oaks and white oaks, and we're just going to let that all grow up so it's going to be thick nasty golden rods trees acorns you name it all over the place it's going to be perfect bedding area for deer they're going to bed right in the high weeds and acorn trees come right into the food plot it's going to be a slam dunk in 30 years so we're looking forward to that and also we have two hidden goldenrod fields in the middle of the woods and in those goldenrods, we planted just a mixture of those Norwegian spruce, English oaks, and white oaks. Actually, there's five of the white oaks, right? Yeah. But English oaks are in the white oak family. Just wanted a little fun fact. For anyone that felt like being an asshole and saying something about yeah, it. Yeah, I do know. There was going to be at least one. Yeah. You do know that they're the same thing. Yeah, I know that they're in the same family, but... Specifically, the English um, are 
really good for producing big acorns that the deer love, and the deer do prefer the white acorns over the reds. I don't know uh, why. I've tasted them both. They both taste like shit. <laughs> that's Apparently that's the deer true. don't think so. No, they don't. But uh, So in those golden rock fields, yeah, we planted a whole bunch of different trees that we're just going to let grow up, turn thick, nasty with cover, and it's it's going to be awesome. Nick's grinning over there. He's got something to say. I think no, he was I, laughing at you stirring your drink like an idiot. <laughs> yeah, that was part of it. Um, but the more I hear you talk about you know these trees and stuff, the way the farm works, right? You If you divide it up, there's certain areas that yours truly typically hunts. There's, areas, there's one stand that Nick hunts. Eh, I've ventured off a little bit. I can put a new the stand only time in. you ever kill anything is when you venture out of that one spot yeah. and over to my spot or Tom's spot. <clears throat> yeah. So anyways, there's kind of like, if you break it up into quadrants or any general break drones. Yeah, something. Uh, shapes for Tom, thank you. Can't get through an episode without Tom talking a little shape for us. But uh, maybe we could even, you know what? I'm just going to say it now. We could do a uh, little segment called Getting in Shape with Tom Sobolewski. Getting in shape. I like it. Uh, and maybe Tom could give us you know, something. A rundown of one shape. I was thinking more <laughs> along the lines of maybe some sort of Physical work. shape? Yeah, physical shape for... Uh, My 50 pounds in 50 days r- routine. Well, I was thinking just like outdoor-related activities you could do to get in shape for hunting, like whether it is planting trees manually or you know something that's pretty simple watch rocky four when he <laughs> goes to russia to train for ivan drago well if you break it down into pretty simple that way then you wouldn't be able to do shapes with tom each week and i don't think it would be very uh in shape of everyone to just sit down and rock, watch rocky four yeah tom is it three or four i've never seen it's rocky, rocky and you tell me it's a different one every time no, you talk about ivan drago we, ivan drago well, it's Rocky Four, hundred percent. Yeah, it is Ro- Rocky Four. Yeah, this yeah. is coming from the guy that has watched countless Rocky marathons. I know, <laughs> I know my Rocky. It's a, such a terrible franchise. It's not. It's fantastic. I, no, it's not. Mm. It's so bad. I would rather watch the draft than Rocky. Eek. Speaking of the draft, that's Can tonight. Can I finish? It's Real not quick. tonight. I'm just gonna. Is it, is it Thursday? Today's Thursday, buddy. Today's yep. Thursday. I'm just going to go right back real quick, breaking up the way the property works. You know, just one thing no, real quick. Uh-uh. Every no. time someone has said I am wrong this episode, turns out I was right, and then they just look stupid. I didn't say you were wrong. The, I the just draft's didn't... not tonight. I said, no, yeah. I said, is it Thursday? I didn't even realize what day it was. Yeah, it's because he doesn't work. That's exactly right. <laughs> Get real. <laughs> when you're a bum and don't do anything, you forget what day it is sometimes. So anyways, I noticed the way Tom's setting this up. He's starting to work his way into where I like to hunt. You know, he's fluffing it up, putting trees here, trees there, food plots here, there. And uh, I just want him, we're going to go on record here. You're not welcome. All right? I'll be there. <laughs> Pretty be sure there he owns square. the property too. <laughs> yeah, that's true. His name's on the deed as well. Uh, anyways, so now that we've gotten through that, Tom, you were talking draft. You heard it here, folks. Tom, you don't know anything. Oh, fine, never mind. No, Wait, say no. it. Say it out loud. We're just, see, we're going to put it on record. We're saying it before the draft happens, and then when we publish it on 
Sunday, we'll be able to say which one of you two looks stupid. Say it out loud, Tom. So you're I who's I number have, one pick? Hold on, hold on. Let me just Joe Burrows. Break, I agree. Let me break this. Percent. Let me break this down. I don't really watch football, so I'm not going to weigh in. I'm just going to be a, a referee, if you will. We're going to break this down. Tom's going to go through his top three picks on the draft. Frank will do his three. Like I said, we're I'm recording. not even going to do three. I'm going to do number one, and then I'm going to tell Tom he's wrong on his number three. All right. Well, we'll see how that goes. Uh, but and then, like I said, we're recording Thursday before the draft. Sunday when we release it, we'll be able to see who was the. How about we just talk about it? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, Nick, you're getting you're getting way too in it, man. I'm just trying just to let it time, happen. You know? Just let it happen, <laughs> Tom, Joe Burrow. I'm all for it. I love it. I think you're right. Number two, Chase Young. We'll see. I don't have any problems with it, but we'll see what happens. And your number three is just absolutely bananas and stupid. You have to though. You have to have a wild one. Yeah, you just that doesn't mean you're right because you have to have a wild. You have one. to have a wild pick. Like that's when we do the. Who fo- is it? Tuo Tugalova or whatever. Tugavailoa. Yeah, I don't even. It's it's a mouthful. It is. A you guys step. know who I'm talking about. Yeah, but he's not getting drafted number three. Just watch. No, he's Frank, not. Do you think he will get drafted? Yes, he yeah, will get drafted, down. but not first number three. Round. He will be the first round. See, a lot of teams have been looking at him. But then they back out because of his hip injury. Hip injuries can last a lifetime. So a lot of people don't want to gamble on that hip injury, especially with the number three pick, Tom. You're out of your mind. Yeah, but... Yeah. Dan Bilzerian do- gambled, and look at him now. Who? You guys don't know who Dan Bilzerian is? No. That dude has got all of it. He's like worth hundreds of millions of dollars from gambling. From gambling. Yeah, that is where all his money comes from. That's not He bad. went to like... Is he like a poker, it? world poker tour No, guy, no, like... Slots went, guy? Went, no, went to Vegas with like a thousand bucks, like went to the blackjack tables, turned it into 10 grand. Like, I mean, just like insane, made a bunch of money, dates a lot of girls, has a lot of guns and cars. Like the guy literally has no, like, it's literally gambling money and he's become a millionaire. That's <laughs> nice. wild. Well, I could um, be, I mean, don't fact check that, but that's what happened. Hmm. Well, Tom, maybe. So gamble. Yeah, gamble on Tua. Yeah, you happens. have to. No, you like, don't. When we have these, we do these football pools every week. You have to have one wild card. Where yeah, like, and it's usually you picking the Bills to win. <laughs> Roast. <laughs> How the Raiders do in the postseason? Oh, oh, yikes! Yeah, we'll yeah. talk about it. Um, it's not a two is not going three, Tom. I'm telling you right now, it's not happening. I guess it'll all come out in the wash. Yeah, that's what they say. What do you think, Frank? I honestly don't even know who's going to be the top five picks, but I think well, Joe does. Joe Burrow is going to be number one. Bobby. That's for sure. I can, anyone can say that. And they, Miami was even talking to the Bengals about swapping that pick. They were trying to trade for it, and the Bengals were like, "Absolutely not." It's probably be, probably because they uh, know that they're going to pick Mr. Burrows. Yes, that's exactly why, and not Tua. So is that all you guys have to say about the draft? No, I, think so. I was just waiting for Frank to pick his three. No, I said I'm not picking my three. Nah, actually. Yeah. I'm just going with number one's Joe and That's number three's not to it. Stupid. That's just all there is to it. Anyone? Ugh. Ugh. Get real. What's your feeling on this virtual draft? I don't know. I've watched the draft a couple times, and it's pretty. Can't get any more boring. <laughs> it's pretty dry. So, yeah, I don't think it could get any worse. Are they not allowed water or alcohol? No, they're not. No, it's just they give like what fifteen Tom, minutes or something. Yeah, I think you have fifteen minutes to make dry. a pick, and they use every second 
Yeah. Of that 15 Even, years. like, the number one pick, everyone knows it's going to be Joe Burrow. It will come down to... I mean, are they waiting in case, like, you know, like a piss test or something? Like, what's the... You think 15 minutes is going to be the difference in that piss what test? If, what if he had to take it, like, where they're like... Before we pick you, they do that this way cup. before the draft. Though they don't wait till draft day to say, "Hey, can you please take a drug test before we draft you?" Now that it's the day of, I don't feel like NFL teams are procrastinating that much. Mm, they could, but I mean, maybe that's maybe it's part of the whole game. Maybe I think they just want to build up the anticipation. Psych out game. Yeah. I feel like fifteen minutes is a little too much. Like I've lost interest after thirty seconds. Like. Like, the way I, I figured, like, every NFL team would have, like, for at least, like, the first couple rounds, like, okay, I want this guy. If he gets picked, we're taking him. If he gets picked, we're taking him. But it's like they go in there completely blind, and they use all 15 minutes to figure out who Well, they I mean, want. it is a big decision. You're spending millions of dollars, so I feel like there's some discussion. Yeah, but they've had since the end of the college season yeah. to figure out. After, like, the first four or five picks... I can see using the first the whole fifteen minutes, but the first few, it's like okay, your guy is on the board, pick him. Yeah, you well, you know who it is. Yeah, because a lot of teams, it seems like they or players um, almost seem like they kind of know which team they're probably going to if yeah, they're they they meet with people before. That's what I mean. So I mean, they have to have some idea who they're probably going to pick. But you know, if a team in front of you pulls a fast one. Yeah. and pick somebody that you weren't expecting, maybe it opens up options. Because I have a feeling, like, maybe the way it works, like, obviously the first pick is weird, bonkers. But if you were expecting a certain team to pick a certain player, mm-hmm. it might totally, and they don't, it could throw off yeah. everything before you. And, you know, yeah. that's why, like Frank said, 15 minutes could be used after your top five. But Yeah, that's all I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I just don't know why, if you have your pick, why use all 15 minutes? I don't know, Tom. Just go ahead and make it. Get, I agree. Get rolling with it. I agree. It should totally just be, just get it done. Or what they could do is not film it live. Or they have to film it, obviously. But don't show it live, and you can just cut those minutes <laughs> out. and You know, just be like, cut right and to the pick. pick number three. Here we go. Like, instead of But then it 15. gets rid of the suspense. Like I said, I'm over the suspense real fast. I remember, was it last year or two years ago? We got all pumped to watch the draft with Dad and like three Ordered pizzas yeah, and like, everything. Yeah, we got oh. pizza, wings, pop, beer, you name it. Yeah, I mean, like three picks in, we're like, well, this is dumb. Ended up watching all four Rockies. Yeah, probably. <laughs> or eight, 12 Rockies, however many. There's out. so many. There's all the way up to Rocky Five, and then there's Rocky Balboa, and then it starts with the Creed, and there's Creed One and Creed Two. They all suck. No. I, I'm all for just keep on going, Creed 3, Creed 4, Creed 5. Yeah. and then But the only thing that I don't like is it should have been Apollo 1 and Apollo 2. Because now when you, like, it was Rocky, not Balboa 1, Balboa 2, you know? I think it, nobody's yeah, agreeing. But like, yeah, but his name's not Apollo. I thought his name it's was Apollo. Apollo. Yeah, Apollo Creed is... Creed's dad. His yes, name's but, not Apollo. His last name is Creed. Yeah, what's his first name? Not Apollo. So you don't even. So you, why would they call it? Yeah, but he, he like he's known by Creed. That's like the legacy name is Creed. Nah. That's what people will recognize Whatever. from the original Rockies is Creed. If his name was Steve, and they said they called the movie Steve One, Steve Two, Steve, you know, it, Creed. Everyone's like, oh, that must be a Rocky movie. 
Okay. Agree to disagree. Let's, no, we're going Apollo died in Rocky Four. Yeah, I, I was there. Yeah, so how he's he's not in any more movies. Yeah, but I don't know. I just just figured because it was the first name for Rocky. You know, it wasn't Balboa One, Balboa Two, Balboa Three, Balboa Four. They didn't use Balboa until like the sixth one. Yeah, then it was crazy. Rocky Balboa. Yeah, so. What are they going to do, Steve Creed? In here a little bit. They, might, they make it to six, maybe. Which they will. That that is God, just going to be. It's going to just keep on rolling. You, okay, guys. Frank watched Rocky One, which is supposedly the best one. No, and it sucked. Whoever said Rocky One was the best? Everyone one? I've talked to that likes Rocky, except you. They no. don't know Rocky like Tom does. They probably watched it one time. They don't know that. Rocky Balboa single-handedly ended the Cold War. You're an idiot. So That's fact right there. You can check that one. Yeah, go ahead. Look it up. Is that your write it in pen, Tom? Yeah, it is. But no, Rocky 1 is my least favorite. That's the only one. Why? It's just it's not as exciting, I guess. What do you what do you mean it's not exciting? I'm like, not No, I said it's not as exciting. Uh, it's it's I it's a great movie. I like it, but of the Many Rocky movies there are. Which, which one's your top? Rocky Four. See, I am also a big fan of Rocky Four. It would go Rocky Four. I mean, because I think without Rocky Four, you couldn't start the Creed series. Absolutely. 100%. So, which is crazy, and I doubt that that was part of the plan. I doubt it, because it was 30 years later that they did the Creed movies. Yes, but <laughs> I don't know. I thought the Creed movies, have so far, Creed One and Creed Two have been... Spot on, absolutely. Very good movies, but Rocky Four is my favorite. Then Rocky Three, then Rocky Two, Rocky Five, Rocky Balboa, Rocky One. Hmm. Have you watched them in that order? No, hmm. I've only. If I watch them all together, it's starting from one all the way through. Have you gone Rocky One through Creed Two? Not all in one day. Oof. No, just Rocky One through. Rocky you had Balboa. four weeks. <laughs> four weeks. You missed your chance. I don't have the Creed movies on DVR. Mm. You can pirate those things so easy. That's illegal, Nick. It's true. It as you illegal. know, I'm in school for criminal justice. What, are you going to arrest me? He might. No. He could. <laughs> he Legally, he's allowed he, to. He's allowed to do that. But uh, anyway, so besides Rocky and whatnot, I've also been doing a lot of trout fishing, as you guys know. Did we talk about first day trout being just sprung right upon us? Did we no, talk about we it. didn't. I think we talked Luke about in hot seat. We just yeah. briefly, I mean, just yeah, just a little bit. Oh that, yeah. So basically, yeah, trout season was here. There was just no warning. We just woke up and it was trout season. Yeah. So it felt like Forrest Gump. One day it just quit raining, <laughs> just like that. It was trout. No season. particular reason. <laughs> felt like running. Anyway, so I've been I've been doing a little trout fishing and been doing some fly fishing. That's that's. I mean, here's how I look at it. If you want to catch a stocked trout, put a minnow on a hook and cast it out there, you're going to catch one. Yeah. There's a lot of things you could put on a hook that a stocked trout will bite. Yeah. Just so, about anything. Yeah. I like to do the old-fashioned fly fishing for them because that makes it a little bit more of a challenge. They're a little bit more fun. And I was actually using... Yeah, and a nice, like a really light, like I have a, a two-weight Orvis. Oh, man. Stocked oh, trout on yeah, that thing is a lot a of fun. But my good buddy, Joe Grimaldi, actually got into tying flies lately. 
Yeah, he's been doing it a lot lately. He's been catching a lot of stockies or stockies and uh, I meant to say natives. Mm-hmm. Those are pretty cool. Yeah, like, he's I mean, been they're not huge, a lot of but rookies. yeah, that's always really neat. Yeah. So I was using some of his flies, and I tell you what, we were crushing them. And he's gotten good fast with those flies. I mean, he went from like I, he sent me a couple pictures, and we we put a couple up on the gram, um, like just starting out, and then within a few weeks. He's gotten really, really good. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, his dad used to teach classes, so he's... Oh, really? Yeah, he's learning from I didn't a know that. pretty reputable guy when it comes to tying flies. But anyway, yeah, we just get down there, and a lot of what we were using was like... It was basically like a white woolly bugger, kind of just something to resemble a minnow. And you just toss that up in a run, let it drift down, watch your fly line, and soon enough... Zing! It'll, it'll, yeah, it'll start twitching, set the hook, and... You're right into one. It's pretty simple as that. Yeah, stock trout, yeah, they're they're one of the more simple things to catch. Yeah. See, it's more tradition for me. I'm I'm not really a big fisherman in general, uh, but I really only trout fish opening day when I know it's coming. Uh, <laughs> just because it's, it's a lot of fun, you know, go to trout camp or meet up with some buddies. Mm-hmm. But I've done uh, oof, just a little bit of fly fishing this year, not much. I haven't in you know all this time that I have had to go out and go fly fishing and stuff. I haven't done any trout fishing at all. I've gone out perch fishing a couple times, but I have not done any trout fishing. Why don't you go into some of the t- tricks and tactics you use for? Were you pier fishing? Uh yeah, a little bit. So, and me and Luke went out on the boat. We talked about it when on Luke's hot seat. But yeah, it was just mostly just crappy rigs and throwing off the pier or hooking a split shot with minnows. It's Pretty simple fishing, just like trout fishing. Not a lot to it. You keeping your fish off the pier? Yeah, not many. I mean, we weren't catching a lot. Dad's actually gone out more than I have, and he actually went out with Luke two days ago. Something. Yeah, pretty recently they were out there on yeah, the pier. I think it was two days ago. How'd they do? I haven't even talked. I, he's working second shift now, so I think uh, they kept. I think my dad said Luke caught. Or kept one fish, or I don't something like caught kept five. or caught one, and my dad caught half a dozen and kept four. You know they they weren't really crushing them. It hasn't been real hot lately. They're still like in the bay and in the channel, but they're on their way out. Isn't uh, walleye opens up what May first? I think May fourth. It's like May fourth. Yeah, it's something right around. The first of May. I think it is the fourth, though. I think you're right. Tom. It's like that Monday, then. Yeah, it's always like the first Monday of May. Hmm. So yeah, yeah we'll definitely be out there getting our walleye on. Is Luke's rig ready to go? Old no. Fester? Nope. No, he took it to the old boat shop last end of last summer, and they said it's a pile of shit. Leave it here. We'll fix it. No, basically the guy just uh, laid an egg. He <laughs> <laughs> whatever that means. <laughs> He's a like, literal egg. Yeah, not in a good way. Yeah, no, not not in a good way at all. He just was like, "Yeah," he's like, "We'll uh, get it fixed up for you." And a couple months go by, and Luke calls me. He's like, "Hey, where's my boat?" So, you know, my boat done. He's like, "Oh, I had some other projects I was tidying up." He's like, "Oh, I'm getting to yours soon." A couple months go by, and Luke calls him again. Hey, you know, I need my, my boat. boat. He's like, "Oh, I just got caught up doing." prepping boats for winter storage so i'll get to yours and a couple months go by and now here we are has he talked to him recently no i i have no idea 
Yeah, I, I don't want to. I feel like, like after the second time I called out, I'm like, okay, I'm coming to get my boat. Yeah, I don't want to name drop, um, but like the one of the guys I work with uh, just got a new motor for his boat, and he was looking at going somewhere to get it installed, uh, and mentioned this guy, and I said, <laughs> how um, soon do you want th- the this boat? Is, I'm like, were you planning on fishing this year? And he said, what do you mean? And I'm like, well, I have my brother's got a boat there, um, and. It's uh, been there quite a while. It's not done yet. So he ended up taking it over to Alex Power Sports. I know a um, guy. This has nothing to do with boats, but it's just a funny story like that. He dropped the lawnmower off at a place to get fixed. And, you know, he dropped it off and was like, yeah, you know, I don't, like, you know, need it in a hurry. You know, I got another lawnmower. That's so. the worst thing to say to anybody working on your yeah, stuff. Yeah. So he's <laughs> like, when, you know, when, whenever you get to it. And literally a year goes by. And he calls him. He's like, hey, you know, I was just wondering if you got to my mower. And he said, well, geez, you didn't tell me it was a rush job after a year. Whoa. Yeah, so don't take it to that guy. Yeah, maybe My is dad that... has a similar story with that, too. He dropped a truck off. It was a plow truck, and he dropped it off, like, midsummer. So he's like, yeah, just no big deal. I just need it for get, plowing. Yeah, get it, get it in whenever. Yeah, it's just a plow get... truck. I don't need yeah. it anytime soon. He's like, soon. No, no hurry, no rush. Well, like, December comes around. <laughs> Need that plow. Hasn't got the plow truck back in. He calls him. He's like, hey, I was wondering if you had my plow truck. It, you know, it's getting ready to snow. And they're like, oh, I thought you said there's no rush. And my dad's like, yeah, that was five months ago. <laughs> yeah. Now it's a rush. Is, did dad accidentally say no rush on your mink? Yeah, that was, I think, six years. Probably longer than that. Well, you were sitting in dad's time. lap when you shot it. You're 22. You're an idiot. Mm-hmm. Cut that out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, sorry. <laughs> Season. You were still like trapping with dad when you got that, weren't you? Like, I mean, because now you kind of trap on your own. So that was back like when you were st- like, dad was still helping you with trapping. Yeah, I was probably you know, t- 12 years old. That makes it about ten yeah. years ago. Ten years that taxidermist had my mink. Yeah, that was that was a long one. Yeah, I thought they forgot about it. And then you get a call. <laughs> hey. It wasn't a your call. My dad got a what text. Mink? My dad got a text from an unknown number with a picture of the mink and it said, uh, mink's done, like two fifty, no tax to you. And that was it. Like what wow. mink is this? It's awfully nice of them to cover the tax for us. Yeah, it was. Real nice. Babe. I'm going to do it for that long. Now, did he charge you the price that he would have charged 10 years ago, or did he charge you his current price? See, and the problem is, I don't... Are we boring you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, I Honestly, I couldn't tell you if we paid a deposit at the beginning or not. Mm, I um, have no idea. I, I sure hope not. Like... Because I mean, two fifty seems pretty cheap. Um, speaking of mounts, oh yeah, I, I still haven't seen your rattlesnake. Spe- speaking of things that I've been doing on quarantine, yeah, corn and tea, yeah, corn and tea. Uh, so as you guys know, big time rattlesnake handler, uh, big big time. You know, it's love the it. only time that gets to handle a big snake. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> Roasted. Dang. 
But yeah, you sent me pictures of it when you went and picked it up, and I was a little yeah, bit irritated I tried to send that you my had pictures to... of my snake to many people, but yeah. Frank got one. Yeah, but you had to drive right past my house to get your snake home, and you didn't stop by and show it to me. Eek. No, Mm-mm-mm. because you'd have to turn off a 98 on the crane, and that's all of a quarter mile. Might yeah. have cut back through town, I don't know. Mm, tough to say. I think I, wrote, I, think I you know what way. it was? I had a gallon of milk in the car. Had to get it home. Of course, you don't want it to spoil. Yeah, but anyways... After a long, grueling season in the Snake Mountains, I got myself a big old 48-and-a-half-inch black phase rattlesnake with, like, eight rattles. Gorgeous thing. Aggressive little bugger. Yeah, he was excited. But I uh, figured I was going to do it upright and go down to a good friend of mine, Chuck Rupert, over at Second Life Freeze-Dry. Um, typically does house pets, um, but he also does critters as well. Small mammals, yeah. Check yeah. him out on Facebook. He does... Yeah incredible work it's it literally looks alive it's insane yeah the snakes that he did for you and jared and i haven't seen morgan's but i'm sure hers is amazing yeah too. actually i should get a hold of her and see if she got it or not mm-hmm. um i know she took hers a little bit later but anyway yeah i got that back and man that thing is gorgeous i actually had it wrapped around one of my buck skulls i did a european on and it's all coiled up beside the skull and it goes around and out through its eye and and man i am just tickled. yeah i'm excited to see it i need to come over I'll, I'll be over tomorrow so that's true yeah we got some planting to do actually you were at my house last weekend i know and i didn't i totally forgot about it that's why i was so excited when you just brought it up because yeah. i was there and forgot to go in i never even went inside last week yeah. somehow i wiggled my way to get that into the new room that's nice yeah the new addition it's in there so but yeah that was man that was a big thing that happened here on quarantine Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was real impressed with that. And I, I did talk to Chuck. Um, he did. He said, I didn't, not about a podcast. I do want to do that too. Um, but uh, he, just for people listening and stuff, if you're trying to mount anything smaller than a fisher, he said it's more cost effective to do a freeze dry than it is taxidermy. So like if you're interested in doing like squirrels or minks, um, he said fisher's kind of the line. Mm-hmm. Um, but like an ermine or reptiles, that kind of stuff. He said it's more cost effective to do second life or not second life freezer, but that's where I would freeze go. drying. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like I said, it, his work is stellar. Yeah, like, he does amazing. Right down to like the nostrils on the snake are perfect. The position looks very natural. Mm-hmm. Um, and the eyes, everything is it's just gorgeous. Can't say enough about it. Looks great. Yeah, for sure. Jared got his back. Looks great. Like I said, that's about that right there was probably the, the highlight of quarantine for me, honestly. Yeah, I don't I don't think I have any highlights of quarantine. It's been pretty pretty boring experience all around for me. I have not been loving it. I mean, I've even done some shed hunting. I haven't found any sheds on quarantine. All my sheds were pre-quarantine sheds. That sucks. Yeah, I've been putting the miles in too. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, I don't know. It's not finding them. Speaking of sheds too... Um, you guys, I, I know I follow Dana Pace on Instagram. That dude, he's the one that does uh, like shed carvings. Um, I think we he started following us a little bit ago. That Bone Hunter, um, but with the, the guy's insane when it comes to finding sheds. Like he's like mm-hmm. he's found sheds that are ninety inches the past two years at least. I mean, yeah, holy Christ! Yeah, and he, he finds like fifty plus sheds every year. That's um, not bad. It, it's real good. Yeah. But anyway, so he carves sheds, and I don't know if he uses busted ones or ones that were chewed on or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but he does a lot of like moral mushrooms like mm. and they look insane like legit looks like a moral mushroom and he puts a little like deer hoof hidden in the, in the pattern looks really cool That's cute um, but the real cool thing he does is mini sheds so what he does he is he carves a shed into a shed yes and he can replicate like your buck or something um like working class bow hunters kurt he killed that buck that he calls creepy last mm-hmm. year and creepy had like a really creepy rack if you will it, like super wavy and naughty kind of mm-hmm. looking um and he had dana pace carve a miniature shed out of it that, and it dude it looks exactly like it that's nuts um, and he also like if you go on his instagram he also does like little mini european mounts like it's got both racks and the head and it's like it can be like replicated to whatever buck you want it's it's really that's cool. impressive like i i definitely want one uh, i just gotta get a buck that i like want to do it with yeah but so yeah if you guys are interested on quarantine look at uh bow hunter or bone hunter sorry um or dana pace but yeah it's it's sick that's awesome like a lot of patience would go into that I'm you sure. ain't shitting it would I'm, I'm running out of patience just carving a tabletop out of this log that i was talking about i'm sure it's a lot more meticulous to carve a rack out of a rack yeah yeah he's got the grain and everything and oh yeah too. like it's, it's like legit it's beauteous is there any other things we want to talk about here boys before we wrap things up I think we just about covered quarantine. Hopefully it ends soon so we can quit talking about it. A total This is actually the first time we really like just totally I mean we always kinda freestyle it, but there's always like a basic structure. Yeah, there's like a you know, an idea. Like usually I can figure out what the title can be pretty easy because the topic stays pretty strict, but this was more like total BS session. Just having Um, fun. Yeah, and so I mean I guess quarantine fun. Yeah, let us know if this was interesting to you guys if not let us know um but they say yeah we're just uh it's it sucks not being able to have guests in um, a lot but we did we had a phone interview last week and i think we're gonna probably do a few more of those just nature of the beast um yeah that's all you can do they said well uh to wrap things up here remind you guys that we got a sweet review coming in on that camera arm so if you're kind of on the fence about buying one uh we're gonna be breaking it down here pretty or not breaking it down we're going to be using it breaking down the footage and uh showing you guys nick plans how on we, snapping it right in half i don't know i tried you know <laughs> testing it a, its durability yeah, i gave it a good you know squeeze it's uh pretty dang tough tell you that for sure it's american made right here in america yep wow yeah yep. so thought? it's uh it's legit it's worth every penny um so yeah, we'll look forward to that. And, Does anyone uh, feel like writing anything in pen? Well, I do also want to let people know that there's yeah. also a turkey calling video that's going oh. to be coming oh. soon here too. So, uh, Tom talking turkeys with Tom. It's exactly so. Tom Tom's turkey. a big advocate that uh, you can't you can't do turkey call. It's never going to work. So he's going to break down how you call turkeys, and he's going to show you his tips and tricks and. By golly, I bet you you could almost guarantee yourself a bird with these. I would bet. So, Tom, you said you had to write it in pen, so take it away. Rocky Balboa ended the Cold War. He's he's stepping out of studio. Yeah, he's walking away. Headphones are off. He's done. I, I, I'm i not going to allow that to be our writing pen. <laughs> <laughs> 
Tom's done, so I, I do have a Reddit and pen that I think is appropriate. Um, and for me, get busy, do something on this quarantine, spend your time outside. Um, that's, it's never closed. Like, make sure you just get out there. And as always with the White Cat crew, just get outside. I have a real write it in pen. Oh, do you? Finally. Again, this is the second week in a row that get outside was not the end. So I'm going to say it again. But go ahead. Give us your real write it in pen. It's a quote from my grandpa. Best time to plant a tree was 30 years ago. Nick already said this. Second best times right now. That's, that is a good write it in pen. And I'm okay with repeating that. Yeah. Just because that is true. And we talked about planting trees. Yeah. Yeah, we did. So, ladies and gentlemen. That's why I felt it was appropriate. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you guys are getting out there, buying trees, <laughs> put them in the ground, and you know what? Stay outside. <laughs>